Brandon Spivey here from the Markout Movie Podcast, here to do another episode of What Am I Gaming? I just finished Heavy Rain uh, for about the 10th time. I love, I love this game, and I just finished it. I'm going to go into what it's about, and I'm going to give you the scorecards, and give you the list of characters that's in it. So when I talk about it, you'll know who I'm talking about. As a child goes missing, his father tirelessly works to rescue him, while a journalist an FBI agent, and a private detective tried to identify the, his kidnapper, known only as the Origami Killer. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's got a 9.0 on IMDb. Uh, it's got a 69% on PC Gamer, a 9 out of 10 on IGN.com, and a 5 out of 10 on Push Square, which is shocking. And then as far as Google users, they give it a 93%. Um... I'm going to go through the characters right now. Ethan is the father that's trying to find his son. Madison Page is the journalist trying to help him find his son. Scott Shelby is the private eye that's on the case. He's uh, been hired by the family members that have lost sons or daughters by the hands of the origami killer. Uh, Norman Jaden is the FBI agent. Uh, Carter Blake is a detective on the case. Lauren Winters is a mother of a victim that's helping Scott Shelby. Sean Mars is the the boy that's been kidnapped. Uh, Charles Kramer and Gordy Kramer is a father and son duo. Of they're, they're corrupted. Uh, I get it was, they're the, they're made men. They're, they're mafia, pretty much is. Uh, that's how it plays out anyway that they're, they're they're made men and very important people in, in this community but corrupted as well um and Jason Mars is the other son that tragically dies in the opening uh on his birthday as it is uh I'm gonna go through some things I loved about this story uh first off I loved Ethan Mars uh his character development from the very beginning. Six months later, after his son tragically dies, until you know, he's uh, conflicted. Uh, of course, he thinks he's responsible for his his son Jason's death. Um, he's, he's blacking out. Six months later, he's got so much guilt in him, and he actually thinks he's the origami killer at a certain point in this story. Um, I just love his character. I love he will do anything to rescue his son and. He'll sacrifice himself to do it, and I love that about this character. Uh, Madison Page, I, I, I liked a lot. Uh, she's a journalist. She's trying to find out, you know, the, the story behind Ethan, and uh, she ends up falling for Ethan. Really, I mean, she feels for him so much. What started as a story for her, you know, really got personal for her. She would do anything for Ethan. Scott Shelby. Uh, he was one of my favorite characters when I first played this game, and um, I really dug his character. You know, he was, you know, he, he was a former former cop uh, that left the force to become a prophet. Uh, plays by his own rules, kind of. You know, he's got heavy set guy. He, he kind of reminds. I guess the reason I liked him so much because his look, I guess, reminded me of a John Goodman. Uh, I'm a big John Goodman fan, so. But I really like the actor that played him, uh, Sam Douglas. You know, he just looks like a, an actor that would be in mafia films. But the way he played this character 
was unique. And I, I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have played this game. They're going to see this. It's like, well, man, he did a review of Heavy Rain. That's old. Uh, true. I mean, it's old. But it was released on PlayStation 4 last year, um, along with Beyond Two Souls, which I will be reviewing next. It'll be my next game I play. Um, but, I mean, I just love these kind of games, you know? I do. Uh, but, yeah, Scott Shelby was one of those characters that was a mystery in some ways. Why did he quit the, the Force? Why did he become a private eye? Uh, you know, you know? What's the you know what's the connection between him and the origami? Why is it so you know? Because it, it feels like it's kind of personal for him, even in the beginning. It's I uh, you just don't know why it's personal. Of course, you find out why, uh, but you don't know why it's personal for him. Um, but Norman Jaden uh, was a unique character. He's got these glasses that helps him solve crimes. He sees more than the normal. I sees he's, he's got this special equipment, you know, with these glasses that make him see things that the normal detectives will miss. And I love that aspect to his character and to the game, which it brings me to think that Beyond Two Souls could be connected in this world as well as Detroit Become Human. It, I feel like it could all be connected, <laughs> but I really like Norman. Uh, but he he had a drug problem as well. Uh, so he's a conflicted character as well. I mean, he, I really liked him all. I'm not going to say he's my favorite. At the time, I think my favorite's Ethan. Uh, even, I like Scott Shelby. I thought he was the most interesting character. But Ethan, what he's willing to do, I really liked his character. Uh, Carter Blake was the detective who just comes off like a dirty cop. You know, an arrogant, dirty cop. You know, he just, he just does. But maybe he's not, you know? We don't really get to know Carter, really. Um, the, there is a one... There's a one my, I will go into tell, to details of what I played and how it came out, but Carter was... Carter's just a jerk. You know, he's a little jerk. <laughs> I don't like him. I, I really don't. I really don't. Lauren Winters is, like I said, she's a victim of one of the, the, the kids that died from the origami killer, and she's... She wants to help Scott solve this case and find out who killed her her child uh so you know that's uh you can get behind that and you know i thought the actress that played her did a really good job with her uh sean uh you know you don't really get to know sean he loses his brother though so he's distant t towards his father a little bit uh but you know for the most part you know you don't really get to know sean because he's only in it really the beginning and the end but i thought it was a his character, you know, I thought he handled it. You know, the actor played it really well, and for what he had to do, uh, the Kramers, uh, they're not throwaway characters, but they're they, they help. They they're they're big in the end, as far as Shelby finding out what happened to a certain boy who was thought to have been killed by the origami killer and wasn't. He was accidentally drowned by Gordy Kramer, who. I got the feeling it was a uh, you know, child predator. Uh, I'm not sure if that was how it wanted it to come across, but that's how it came across to me. That he was a child predator. Uh, and, you know, sadly he didn't get killed. You know, he, he didn't. Um, but, you know, this character Jason, man, that, that, that's, that's heartbreaking right there. Um, 
The actor that also played John Shepard, which you find out is the brother of the origami killer who drowned uh, as a boy. Uh, so, but Jason, I really liked. It was just sad, man. It, it, I remember first time playing that, it just hit me really hard. And even this time playing it, it just hits hard. Some things just hit hard. Replay. I love this game though. Um, but I will go with some things that I really liked about it. Obviously, I love the car chase scenes that are in the game. I love the electricity scenes with Ethan. He has to go through electricity. You know, it's a, it's he's got to do five trials to find his son. And you know, it, it's really fun. He has to kill a man. Um, well, you can choose to kill him or not kill him. But I, I played it this time like if I was the father. Would I do everything in my power to save my son? I think I would. So, uh, uh, you know, you know, you have to play it like that. You know, this guy's desperate to save his son. What are you going to do when you're desperate? You're going to do anything you can to save him. Consequences, you know, are what they are. But you'll go to jail afterwards, but your son will be alive. I love that about Ethan Mars. He's willing to do whatever it takes. He's, he's willing to crawl through broken glass. He's willing to cut off his finger. Uh, he is willing to do whatever it takes. The one thing I did not do, uh, and, and that's because I only <laughs> he could have taken some poison, and he would have died, and but he would have saved his son. But I didn't do that because I knew he had a he he knew I should have done it obviously, but I didn't do it because I wanted a happy ending with Ethan and Sean, which I almost didn't get, but I, I wanted one. So I didn't take the poison. I, I picked the right address because he had three addresses. One out of three chances that you're right. And obviously I knew which one it was, so I, I picked it. But, you know, he when it's revealed, you know, like I said, Madison, that's his story arc. Madison's story arc, she's looking for a story. To, you know, to get her higher up in the journalist. As a, as a journalist. Uh, um, she's a... Uh, She's just wanting a good story to tell, and uh, that's what it starts out for her. But then it gets personal because she sees what Ethan's going through, and she feels for him, and she ends up falling for him, and she's willing to do whatever it takes to help him find his son. So I like that story arc as well. It's not as strong as Ethan's, but I like it. Uh, as far as, um, you know, as far as, um, let's see which one I'm going to do next. I'm going to do Norman next. As far as Norman's story, you know, he's the... The FBI agent, he can see things that other people can't see with his glasses. Um, he also has got a drug problem, which takes him somewhere else. Uh, he can die. He can overdose. That's not what happened with me. Um, his character died in my story. He can live. He can die. He can overdose. He died at the junkyard. Um, but there's something at the end that I thought was fun. Um, but yeah, he died at the junkyard. Uh... He's investigating, you know. He's, he's fine. He's getting closer to the killer, so he's at this junkyard, and he knows the killer stole. You know, he has a stolen car, and he got it at this junkyard. So he's investigating, and he ends up dying. Uh, but you know, there then I'm gonna go straight to the end here with him. Uh, Carter Blake has his glasses. He puts his glasses on. He goes off t to it like uh, Mars. It seems like uh, or. Because you, you, when you put those glasses on, you have your, your own private office. You can choose wherever you want to be. I chose Mars. Uh, so he's in Mars. Uh, and 
No, 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 no. No, he wasn't in Mars. He was in like a, a jungle. A jungle. But uh, Jaden's office was like Mars. But no, this thing was, the cutscene was like in a jungle. And he's he's looking, he's got these glasses on. He's like, whoa, he's blown away by it. But then he turns to his right, I believe. Could have been his left, but I think it was his right. And he sees Jaden. And he's like... And it blows his mind. You know? It blows his mind that he sees he sees uh, Jaden. He's like, what the crap? I mean, he's supposed to be dead. So that kind of like, is he really dead? Is he, you know, is he in the afterlife? I mean, whoa. That scene, I love that scene, though. But as far as Scott Shelby goes, his story arc, um, spoilers alert, spoilers. Scott Shelby is the origami killer. And it's interesting. He, he just wanted... A father, a parent, the father really. He just wanted a father to fight for his son, to do whatever it took for his son. And uh, sorry about the interruption, uh, but yes, yeah, Scott Shelby is the origami killer. Uh, he, like I said, he wanted the, f the f father to fight for his son, do whatever it took to save his son, because his father was a drunk and just wouldn't do anything to save his son. Uh, he wouldn't get off his butt to save his son. And, um, you know, that's why he's doing this. It's not right at all, but you can kind of understand. Uh, Scott is not a hor. I mean, he doing, he's doing horrible things. Um, he's putting his kids in, 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 you know, and he's, he's locking them up where rainfall can drown them. Uh, it takes a few days, but when it's constantly raining, it will drown them in about three or four days. And um, obviously that's horrible. And I do think he feels guilty about it. But at the same time, he wants a father to do what his father couldn't. So I get it. I understand it. You know, it's got this character's got layers. He may have the most layers of any character in the game. Um, but... Wow, I mean, I'm blown away by it, really. Um, you know, I was blown away by this game when I first played it, because when it was revealed that Scott Shelby was the origami killer, I was like, no. Because Scott was kind of like my favorite character. I, I, love the, I love Private Eyes stories, so that drew, drew me in. Um, but, you know, this whole game draws me in still to this day. I, it's, I think it's still my favorite game. And I thought Detroit beat it, but going back and playing this, I don't. I just don't know if it did. Now these games that David Cage directs are phenomenal. Uh, they're interactive. Your choice matters. You, you, I love these type of games, and this was really the first game. It wasn't the first game I played of it, but it was the first game that made me love it, and it changed gaming for me. And I just, and it's been it's been a it's been a great experience. But in my ending, uh, Scott dies. Uh, he gets shot and falls in. I'm assuming it's a lake. Uh, it's I don't think it's the ocean. Um, I'm gonna go with the lake. I don't know. He just he falls in this water. You know, he falls in water after getting shot twice. So he, you presume he's dead. I mean, I mean it's on the report saying he's dead and who he was revealed to be. So you don't get to see the body again, but you, you assume he's dead. And that was one of my problems with Norman Jaden dying. You didn't get to actually see him die in my cutscene. 
and when my my story I told uh, played, uh, you didn't get to see him die. Um, he was just dragged off. He was he lost a fight and he just got dragged off. Now you do get to see him die if he's in that car and it's being crushed at the junkyard. But if it's not being crushed, you know you don't. But another thing about Scott though, in my scene with the 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 Kramers, especially Charles Kramer. Uh, they he still he gets told to stop investigating he doesn't stop and they basically kidnap them put them in a car put it in the middle of the ocean I'm assuming or a lake um, I'm gonna go with the ocean though I think it was the ocean uh, but yeah you know put them in the ocean in that car so they would drown time up um, but yeah I mean and he gets out but in my in this story that I told, Lauren dies. She drowns. And he goes on a rampage. He kills everybody in that house of, of, of Charles Kramer's house where he's being protected. He kills them all. Charles Kramer ends up having a heart attack. And he's like, my pills. My pills, Scott. And he and Scott just walks away. At that point, Scott had lost it. You know, he... And it, it, it kind of... It's a redeemable quality for Scott Shelby. Because it showed he had a heart. And, like, he's got layers, I'm telling you. It's like, for one of these type of killers, you know, a killer's revealed in these games, and you realize this character is has layers. He's just not, you know, a cookie-cutter bad guy. He's a person at the end of the day. And you see this come out and throughout the experience of playing this game. And then he's revealed he is the origami killer. And the reason is... He's doing it basically for his brother who drowned. He could not save his brother. And his dad wouldn't get off his butt to save his brother. So he's testing other families. Uh, see if they were willing to do what it takes to save their child. And up until Ethan Mark, no one was. Um, so that's, you know, it, this is an interesting game. It was, uh, you know, it should be a movie. I don't know how they would do the movie with... You can change things. Your choice matters. And you can change things. Uh, but, look, I had a blast playing this again. And, look, I definitely recommend it. If you've ever played this and you're listening to this, um, I definitely recommend it. I know I've spoiled some things, but I haven't spoiled everything because you can get a different ending. Uh, I mean, Shelby is going to be the killer in every single one, but Ethan can die. Ethan could be locked up in jail. Ethan could get blamed for being the origami killer. Shelby can get away with it. Uh, Madison can die. Madison, Madison can stop Shelby. Uh, but also, Shelby could kill her. He almost killed Ethan. He shot Ethan when they were meeting. And he was so proud that he, he saved his son, but he had to kill him. Because he knew who he was. So, um, obviously Norman can die, but Norman can save the day as well. Uh, and look. It can go either way, so that's why I like this type of game. Because there's not just one ending, there's multiple endings. I think there's about ten different endings. So, But in my ending, um, uh, Ethan, uh, Madison, and Sean got a new place. It looked, you know, it looked pleasant. It looked like a happy home compared to what Ethan, where it was at six months after Jason died. It it just looked depressing. I will say this. This is probably the most 
it's a fun game to play at times, but at times it is the most depressing game I've ever played in my life. But I respect that about it. It, it, it you know, it's not your normal average video game. This is, it felt like a real story. I, I related to, to these characters and I, 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 I had a privilege. It was, it was very much a privilege to get to know these characters because they felt like real people. And look, it was good to come back to it and, and replay it. And I'll replay it again someday. Um, you know, not anytime soon. Because uh, I'm reviewing what I play these days. But I'm going to I'm gonna go back to it one day. Maybe in four or five years I'll go back to it and play it again. Uh, look, it's still one of my favorites. If it's not my favorite. Uh, it, I had a blast playing this game. Uh, I highly recommend it to people. But my next game will be Beyond Two Souls. Um, also directed with David Cage. Then I will do a review of Detroit Become Human before I go back to Uncharted 3. You know, I, look, these, these games are fun. They're, they bring something new to the table that most games don't. Uh, David Cage takes chances with his games, and I respect that. You know, he, he doesn't do the norm, and I, I love that about him. But this has been my review of Heavy Rain. If you've listened, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I hope you look forward to the next one of my gaming, which will be Beyond Two Souls. Hope you're enjoying this series. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy playing these games, and I enjoy reviewing them. But this is probably my favorite review, and you're probably going to notice that. I was more into it, because I really loved it. Now, not to say I don't love Uncharted, Uncharted 2. I do. Favorite action game series. Maybe my favorite game series, period. And I did love... Uh, replaying until dawn look man until dawn's great i love that game but there's something about heavy rain that's special to me so you know i enjoyed re revisiting this story and this game and i had a blast i hope you did too listening but anyway i will have my review up for once upon a time in hollywood i saw that yesterday i'll briefly discuss that won't go into too much detail because uh, Aaron and Quentin are going to do and analyze this episode on that movie. And they're going to go into detail why each character did what they did. But anyway, um, hope you've enjoyed Heavy Rain. I'll be back later with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And my next game will be Beyond Two Souls, like I've mentioned. Uh, also, later this week, Aaron and I will be returning. Uh, it's been a while, uh, and we're gonna do, we're gonna have a Shark Week episode of, you know, we're gonna do Cinema Culture with Jaws, we're gonna do a Versus Mode with, um, with The Shallows versus 47 Meters Down, which is cool because you got the sequel to 47 Meters Down later in August. Uh, I'm also gonna be doing a, a best and worst list for shark films. I'm also gonna try to do, for this week, uh, uh, book versus movie of the Meg and uh, also movie news next week so uh, they'll be back um, may just do that four four times a week uh, because you know last Friday just wasn't much news later some some later news came in like I know what you did last summer's getting made into a TV show on Amazon and that's gonna be the pilot episode will be directed by none other than horror icon legend filmmaker writer james wan and i'm super stoked about it i think he's producing the series overall i'm super excited for that story to return for james wan to be involved i'm i'm, I'm all excited about that but i'm gonna hush and get off here uh but 
you know, just wanted to throw this review out. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, and I'll be back later. Stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. Also, have a classy day. Happy Sunday. Enjoy your day with your families, with your friends, with your girlfriend, with whomever. Enjoy your Sunday, people. Out.